0: Hi, welcome to In Here. I'm your host, Alex Tashiro, Uh, And this is a podcast exploring consciousness and uh, all kinds of different healing modalities as well. I'm kind of expanding what the show is about as I kind of delve a little bit deeper into some different ways of healing and uh, feeling better uh, in our experience here on the earth. This week's guest is Colin Conway. Colin is a writer, filmmaker, and actor based in Seattle, Washington. He uh, is currently working on a series of short films and is a member of the production company Nocturnal Planet. In the description of this episode, I'll host some links to uh, some of those projects so you can check them out. We talk a lot about um, performance and creativity and kind of some of our different blocks with our own creativity, and uh, maybe those will inspire you to kind of work with some uh, blocks that you may have maybe you don't have any maybe you're just making everything you want to make so if that's the case then uh turn it off uh and otherwise uh check it out this is my first remote podcast um which was really enjoyable uh i hadn't done one before and that's what first means um i always love (laughs) i always love uh talking with colin um, yeah, so let's, let's, let's get into it. At the beginning, we mentioned Licorice, who is my uh, partner's dog and a local celebrity as well. Please uh, like, share, subscribe, follow on Spotify, whatever you can do on what kinda, whatever kind of platform you're on uh, to uh, let the robots and the humans know that you dig the podcast. Uh, and if you want to see any, uh, photos of licorice or me or my strange life, you can check those out on Instagram, uh, Tashiro, spelled how it's spelled in the title of this podcast. Uh, anyhow, I, uh, hope you enjoy the episode with Colin. 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 Colin.
1: Into the groove, Uh, take one uh, or two. Hot dog! Maybe you should call it the Hot Dog Podcast with the Licorice. I like
0: that. That's that's, a lot of.
1: That's a lot of. That's that's yeah. That's a mouthful. Huh?
0: The Hot Dog Podcast.
1: (laughs) The hot dog. How about the? uh, Um. Yeah. Yeah. Something like. Uh. Provocative. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Um, Quantum Flash podcast. (laughs) That's it.
0: You got it. All right. Welcome to the Quantum Flash podcast. I'm here with Colin Conway. Colin, how you doing today? How's your how's your afternoon?
1: It's it's smoldering hot, but I'm not gonna turn on AC because uh, we want the hottest mics. It's true. Um, yeah, I'm just dripping with with content.
0: It's amazing. I'm so glad to hear it. I actually did want to ask you about <laughs> that today. I know this is like we're half joke. We're half in. We're half out, but we're getting in. That's how you get into the water. Is you you just creep on in uh, mm-hmm, to the mm-hmm. water. Uh, so I mean. I guess you know I could save these questions, or I could just burn them up at the top, and then uh, and see what I got. Um, I wanted to ask, kind of, what do you, uh, what is your creative like practice like these days? What, how do you keep yourself uh, making stuff? Because I know you've been uh, doing a lot of work on on your uh, the things that you're that you're making. This is not good, man. We (laughs) gotta we gotta scrap the whole thing.
1: Uh, (laughs) No, I think this is how I make it. Is is like first I'm like words fail yep. me but there's an idea there and uh i just keep refining it i keep refining this idea and i think i've been um i think i've been uh what's been really great for me is is getting outside and talking to um people like minded people people who i haven't mm-hmm. seen in a long time yeah. and we just s- start chatting about our lives and how strange this time has been. And, um, yeah. And then I think I'm pulling a lot from, uh, days where I was always around people like school for instance. And I didn't take the traditional, well, I, I went to community college for a year and a half, but, um, before that I was in school with kids I grew up with, um, from second grade till my senior year of high school and so I would just see these same people over and over, um, and you get really comfortable and close, and you know who these people are. And um, I was thinking about it just yesterday. Um, I visited a friend for some banh mis, the best banh mis in town at Ooh. Um, Plug in there. Yeah. It's down in uh, South Lake Union, Westlake, okay. right off of Denny. Um, and uh, somewhere or another, my brain just like, popped into those times like uh when you're like copying someone like someone's oh so we were talking and she said something and I said something like a quarter of a second later that was the same thing yeah uh we were we were on the same page I, I was just delayed and then it reminded me of those times in grade school where you're you hear somebody say something funny and then you took it as your own and you said it louder to the class. I did that I did that a handful of times, you know, I was trying to keep up an image. And yeah. uh and so yeah, that was like that reminded me just like uh an interaction with uh, a pal I hadn't seen in a while and just a little quirk like that and then really diving into like, what is that? Like we still do that. And yeah, you know, we all we all are reminded of the past and those those weird days of relating to humans you know aging i don't know what the fuck i'm saying honestly but no I, that's yeah. like my pro that, okay okay i'm i'm coming in clear coming in hot okay, yeah yeah, 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 I,
0: yeah. I, I see it
1: i i uh, uh thank you <laughs> i think that um that's been my process lately is is yeah. trying to find like mundane things that i think a lot of us took for granted growing up or and, and i'm exploring those um in a shorter form uh narrative filmmaking or short films. Yeah. To make it concise. And um yeah, my brain's just been looking for that since I've been practicing it. Yeah. And I, I find myself falling into um a lot of just reflection on like a a day of kind of a mundane life Mm -hmm. um, and then really uh, magnifying that and turning up the speakers on uh, something interesting that it's 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 a lot What Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld were doing when they were making Seinfeld was just talking about the minutiae of life and really like turning that into like 20 minutes Um, so I'm I'm taking notes out of that Whatever that was, I haven't even seen enough of Seinfeld to really say, you know, I'm you know, I'm at that church or anything like that. But I I, I've watched several Larry David uh, interviews and uh, he's just yeah, I really like how he's just taking inspiration from the world, like everything that's just coming to him. He's not he's he's fishing like David Lynch, you know, but he's he's not forcing it. And we, yeah. we can always feel when it's being forced, or maybe we can't always feel. But I, I think you and I have talked about that um, in the past. Yeah. And so um, that's been really helpful. But there are days I'm I'm forcing it, and I'm not as aware of it, and I'm really trying to make something work. Um, yeah. Um, that's keeping me sane though. Is is not so much forcing it and really just like reconnecting with friends and not looking for the for the uh creative thing and and just kind of stumbling through an interaction and then getting inspired that way that's been that's been my method that's seemed to work these past couple months yeah and it's been re- it's been really refreshing
0: i love i love that i love um that thought because i think i can so often get hung up in this like need to make an original idea whatever that means something that comes from nowhere I-, I think even like in our in our culture a little bit we kind of like with the individualism and this kind of like you do it all on your own mentality a little bit there's this idea that like you make something from nothing rather than that like we are surrounded by we're made up of you know our environment and we're made up of all the things that happened in the past and all those things are affecting what happens now and like in some ways every song is a remix or every song is another song tweaked like you know that context kind of creates these fields of art but I think it can get so easy to get hung up in this idea that like I gotta make it from nowhere and I think that does kind of like more, um, feed the forcing idea. And, and yeah, th- just that there's a value in, um, noticing any of these things and, and kind of finding a new angle on them for sure. There's a, a cool quote that I, uh, just read in this, one of these Joseph Campbell books where he's talking about, um, one of these, uh, indigenous peoples. It's one of them in, um, in America. I don't remember. It might've been the Pawnee. Um, but uh, but they were saying that uh, that this uh, Tirawa was like this great spirit of uh, kind of allness, like a god, god in some sense to them, and they were saying that Tirawa is in everything, you know, and that and that's the idea of um certain sects of Christianity too, is that God is everything. So I think there's even almost there's something like spiritual about that in a way of like delving into these details of life i mean spiritual and not spiritual because it's kind of like at that point of the level i'm talking about it's indistinguishable because it's everything it's any nuance it's any detail and yeah like um that thing when you mentioned too, like uh saying the thing louder than the other person i really relate to to that a little bit there's times too though where i think where i think that can be awful and sometimes i've been realizing like in any situation, I can be the person who said it quieter Mm. or louder, (laughs) but sometimes there's like a writer performer dynamic that can actually be really beautiful. Even in just like a personal group of, uh, of just kind of like, Oh, like you said it, but they, you can't say it again. You know, if you said it too quiet and someone heard you and then you say it again, louder for more people, that one person, they know, they know that you're like, I got to
1: Everyone's got to hear it. And it never works out for that person either. Like, just from no yeah all the history we've had it's always like everyone looking and side-eyeing that person uh, sure yeah we heard it from Janine you don't have to you, you don't have to mansplain it to us Alex <laughs> Yeah, I like that um, even if you feel like you're running into something that someone's done and that inspiration, you know, calls to you, if you follow that and you start something and it flows through you, it's, it's uniquely your own, which is really great for an artist in in some form of the process, I think. Um, yeah, and then I think, it, it you know, changing yeah. your expectations, too, is really helpful. Well, it's helpful for me in that... Mm, how do you mean? In that when I've wanted to do something original or something's come to me and it seems too close to something that I really have enjoyed in the past or something that is just sticking, uh, from, you know, it's a share song. It's a, who knows? Um, it, I, a lot of times I've just, I, I've like rejected it. I'm like, no, that's not it. And, uh, after a while, it's just like, it's not that fun to create for me when I'm so harsh about this process of just creating. Um, and I find that with, I have had that with collaboratives as well. Um, when you pitch an idea and people are not only not receptive to it, but then like try to call you out and or or just make you feel bad and put you down it's like you know this something's for whatever reason is is calling you to make it or or to just like accept it or process it turn it into something so um the expectation of needing originality I've thrown that to the side for right now which has been helpful and I've also thrown yeah. the expectation of like needing to make something that's like great and i've more focused on this idea of uh i i want to practice in the craft of creation um and i want to yeah yeah and in terms of film i want to make a i want to at least shoot the entire film within a week of the conception of the idea. Um, I don't want to sit on a lot of these ideas. wow! wow. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I want to follow the, the bliss. I want to follow that passion and, and that whatever's calling me, I mean, if I don't pick up the phone, you know, they're going to call someone else. Um, yeah, yeah it's totally. just, I don't know. It could be floating around, you know, that, the, that idea that you see someone else have that same idea. And you're like, why didn't I just make it? You know, it's it's it was calling to you. But um, yeah, you know, I think a lot of times people won't make it because it a, a number of reasons. But um, for me, it's it's uh, it's been a lot easier to make things, that after I just accept the call and I I try to follow the white rabbit. And the white rabbit and... But the white rabbit, though you follow yeah, the following idea, following that idea, and and not uh, rejecting it, not saying it's it's total shit. I mean, we're we're it's got to be a practice that you're doing consistently, even if you started making films or writing scripts 10 years ago the process of following something from like an idea to making it a physical reality in in one week's time is new for me and um I was really inspired by Joel Haver on YouTube he makes a film a week and sometimes three films a week his work ethic is incredible so um he he just keeps it simple. He he has a couple of interviews where he talks about his process in filmmaking and he, he cuts out all the stuff that doesn't make filmmaking fun, even though a lot of people tell him that's how a film's supposed to be. You know, these Yeah, you know, there's yeah, and totally. there's so many there those critics are already in my head now because i've heard people say like oh films are this and you need to have lighting and you need to you know it's got to be a real thing and um it's i mean how creative how creative is it if you keep listening to like everybody else's ideas it starts to become somebody else's idea of what it is and you know what i'm saying it kind of falls back to yeah yeah totally like you're Oh, this isn't original. Um well, in a sense, like it's it's trying to help with some type of standards, but the standards yeah. are usually from like Hollywood and those standards are um like million dollar productions and that's actually not true. It's it's like right. fifty million dollar productions nowadays, at at like a minimum.
0: Right. And right. going
1: upwards and onwards to yeah. like Five hundred million, and to, and I am sure it's it's the same in music and in a lot of different um, types of art forms, and 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 yeah, it yeah, it just, you know, there's these gatekeepers all around, and uh, they penetrated your mind, man. They've gotten into your psyche, and now yeah, you're yeah, your yeah, own warden did. in your own yeah, cell. Yeah and uh yeah no it's 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 um it's really freeing just to say like oh this is just a practice yeah and uh having having loads of fun heaps of fun yeah
0: well that's what i wanted to ask you about because you mentioned that part of cutting out what's not fun and i think that is is huge but I was wondering, how do you um, balance that cutting out what's not fun with um, with still like maintaining discipline? Because there are still things of like, if I only do what's the easiest, right? Like, how do you maybe is there a distinction between fun and easy that you find? I'm just like not gonna ever let you answer. I'm just gonna keep asking you different. Yeah, I don't know what the questions. question is anymore. <laughs> um. uh, how do you? Yeah, like here, let me <laughs> just do a clean question here. Um, how do you balance like cutting out what's not fun with like also being disciplined and uh, consistent with your practice? Because I have struggle with that sometimes.
1: I think it's practice. <laughs> I think it's testing out things, seeing what what's necessary and what's not um, is for filming is, A light set like a proper light set and 10 minutes of setting that up is that does that feel too precious do you feel too confined by your environment um and going from there i think um you know working the hard i think sometimes the hardest thing to do in the, in the sense of filmmaking is just getting people to commit and show up on time. Um, and how do you do that? Um, and is it absolutely necessary? And it just, it just depends on your standard. It just depends on the rules you make in your head and the rules are forever changing. Um, or, or maybe they're not, maybe you're rigid. Um, and that's that's what you prefer. Um, I'm interested in attempting to do a whole um, project by myself. I just want to see how that goes. Just practice. Um, I've seen Joel Joel Haver be able to do it, and I I don't see why I couldn't. But that that might be fun for a little while, and then I will want to have collaboration. I I want to work with artists that I that I love, that I respect, that that excite me and we bounce off of each other. That's a great part of it. Um and Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's it's more practice. It's um in feeling out like okay, is this working right now? Um the lighting situation I don't know there's something now watching in just like a process of how someone else is is doing things and showing that you can have an ugly looking video and there's still something really yeah um, fun about that like i'm as an audience yeah. member not having these huge expectations for certain creators and i'm still finding myself entertained or moved um inspired yeah there's i'm realizing that like i don't care as much about a polished look at every project that i try to make i don't have i don't have right. that need to do that at this time and it feels like there's more potential for creation it feels like there's in the last couple of years I had a standard and um I wasn't too aware that it was really making me I think it made me a little upset and I wasn't aware of that. I was fe- mm, how do you mean? Upset? upset in the fact like if things didn't go as planned in my head like I could see how something looked visually and now it's like up to me as a performer to like, like reach these heights that I think are um, on the same level as this image quality. <laughs> and s-
0: yeah, yeah, totally.
1: And um, if I didn't hit it, you know, like, and you know, you takes, you take a lot of um, takes sometimes when you're making. A movie when you're shooting a scene there can be certain times where you as an actor can get in your head like how how many different type types of ways can i um explore this situation especially when you think you know certain things um yeah i think i think my assumption that like good content had to be pristine quality video is changing and um that makes me feel excited and I don't feel I don't feel bad about it because I don't feel like I have to like perform up to this level I can make whatever level I want you know I can have a as I, I I do prefer that the audio is you know coherent succinct it's uh, maybe those aren't the right words uh there's no hissing yeah. in the background something that's not too distracting um yeah that it's pleasant yeah that experience. it's pleasant it's not a, it's not a painful experience to listen to yeah Yeah. And maybe at some point there's, there's room for like, there's a project I want to do about a person who's trying to make a film, but they do it all wrong. And there's like something funny and relatable in that, that I can explore in these, these feelings as an artist to be perfect. And how do you share content that you know is fallible and, or, you know, is just flawed. How do you, how do you put yourself up on the internet and, uh, and like not yeah, yeah. worry about people, strangers, trolls, um, talking shit about it and making, and, and, yeah, and where yeah. are you within like letting the outside world that has no effect on your daily life affect you in those areas to where it'll ruin your day? Uh, you know, and it's really you yeah. ruining your own day. Um, so right. where are you with your mental health and your spiritual kind of like your centering of in this life at this moment? Where like where are your toes at? Where Where's your breath? Um, all of that. It's it's yeah. all holistic and um, an approach of practice that there is no perfect, and that sounds cliche, but like that, that's really where I'm landing with this is that we're not trying to be perfect, we're just trying to be consistent. Like, that's a, that's more of a standard I'm trying to follow right now, and it feels really good. And it doesn't feel like everything weighs on whether or not I get this film to be something, it, it but now I'm yeah it, it, not even to be something, but to be something extraordinary, to be something so unique and original and it's gonna be a banger and it's gonna change my life forever. Um, it, it, because right. it's the outside world that's now giving me validation, that I'm a real artist and that I'm I'm gonna be able to make a living off of this and I don't have to have my day job and I don't have to live in a crummy right. apartment or like I don't have to feel, this uh, anxiety that I might not make rent in this time but that I'm taken care of by like loving fans that are supporting me on a Patreon and um, I get to explore creativity every single day Um, you know like I'm rambling but you know living those, those fantasies out in reality I think there's a chance that that can happen. There's always a chance. Um, but yeah. Is, um, as important as just doing the work and like making things that make me laugh, like that's what I can control right now is making things that like, yeah, I feel are relatable and I, sh- and when I get to share it with people, other people are laughing and that's like really all I ever wanted to do when I first began. Um, and yeah, so it's totally getting back to those basics, which is great, but I'm now having to traverse yeah. through the expectations of making something every week. And if I don't do that, am yeah. I still worthy? Am I a failure? Am I a fraud? Am, am I unrealistic with expectations? Yeah. yeah,
0: that was totally
1: that was a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, I have some notes. I'm very excited. I love what you're talking about. Yeah, one of the, um that judgment, how that judgment affects you the, of the content you put out and, and kind of connecting with your own center to where ideally if you get to um, a stable place that, that if people don't like it at all, it, that wouldn't really topple you over because you're good in yourself in some way, I think is really ideal. It reminded me of, I always think about like stand-up comedy or whatever, but like that's kind of, an early stand-up mentality is that like um, the idea that people talk about, I don't know if it's a helpful idea for everybody, but it's pretty much that you like, you suck for like 10 years or five years or for some unbearable amount of time that you're actually going to be pretty bad at it. And that what you do is you just do it and you do your best and you try your hardest and you also develop a thick skin over time. And that like, Certain uh, like a couple of comedians that I dig have even talked about being like weirded out in real life because they're like, oh, yeah, I don't feel shame anymore in that way. <laughs> like and then they 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 did in some big ways as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but just with all stand ups really of like this kind of like. Yeah, you just you condition yourself. It's conditioning. Uh, and uh, and then it's also you got to connect with like a thing that I've struggled with, especially. um starting to perform here for me, whatever this combination of circumstances is and like how much I respect and think it's a cool craft and all this stuff. And then also like whatever about it. Like I had to really, I've had to really ask myself a lot of times, like, is it fun for me? Cause, cause I think sometimes it's like that conditioning can be fun and that conditioning can also just be like torturing yourself and and that specific, my experiences mm-hmm. I've had with it so far haven't, I haven't been going in with that mentality of like, I'll be okay if they don't like me. Like mm-hmm. I've been going in fragile and, uh, and, and needy. And, uh, and that's not a great way to, to go into it, but it's hard not to sometimes. Um, yeah. What you said too about, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you have, I don't want to just keep rambling. What did you have? Oh
1: no, you're not. Uh, I, I I think that's really relatable as far as going into something and feeling needy, but also that you're, yeah, you're conditioning yourself. You're, you're, um, you're like almost institutionalizing yourself in, in this, like, uh, yeah. this cycle of, of pain. Um, but like, just so you can have a form of validation. I felt a lot of that, yeah um, I felt a lot of that auditioning as an actor, um, but I I wasn't too I wasn't too hip on it. Um, I just thought like this is, you know I I talked to a lot of the acting teachers and they're like this is the job, and um, right it, it wasn't until I went to New York and I was I felt like I was finding a lot of success in this conservatory that I was um, studying at for the year that yeah. I found, I found a, like, even when I was doing well, I was receiving a lot of compliments that I had like this thing of like, that's it. Like this is cause I, I, yeah. I was wanting to chase more, uh, more, yeah. more glory or more, uh, or like figure out more of these questions I have for a character or, um, and yeah, it really like bummed me out. Um, and then I found an excellent teacher right after. Um, and I was wanting so bad to impress them and wanting so bad to, to find more like love and discovery in just the process of reading reading these characters but we were doing mostly um, we were doing mostly like what we would work on in those classes were uh, mostly LA like TV stuff and I I just kept like scoffing in my head like I'm like like to myself yeah. I'm like this is like not what I want to be about and so um, it was re- yeah, totally it was really hard because I felt like I was going towards something, something that I'd wanted to do and that I thought was the right way. And, um, and I had friends who were in this class. Um, I love the teacher. I think she's brilliant. And, um, I just, I just wasn't making the, the effort or time. And then I, I, yeah. I was, a, I I was I guess I I felt shame, but I felt like I let myself down and I, and I felt confusion. I was like, what am I even doing anymore? And I found that, um, that excitement came back when I was needing to write my own stuff. And then that started to fade as I got into writers groups. Um, because I felt like there's a rigidity to, you know, this three act structure and all this. And, um, I probably just sound like yeah. a big schlub. Like, I probably just sound like I'm like uh, a- uh, amateur forever. But that's, that's a good podcast name, Amateur Forever. Um, that's
0: a good podcast. Yeah, that's a good policy. Yeah, too. yeah. I
1: like that policy.
0: That's, that's Beginner's Mind is a Buddhist. Amateur Forever is actually Beginner's Mind, uh, which is a Taoist Ta- thing. I just want to you, you nailed it by accident. Yeah. The thing is that anything, you can always be better at it. So you always go in with, you're always a beginner at anything. Because there's always infinite more ahead of you.
1: My light sees your light.